0: Do you ever get whiplash from reading the Psalms? You know, that experience where the psalmist is one minute singing God's praises and seems to be delighted to be one of God's children, and then the next moment he is lamenting the day he was born. What do we do with that kind of pendulum swing in the scriptures? What, what does that imply about the nature of the Christian life? Well that's the question that Mike Emlett and I tackle in our episode of CCEF On The Go today and I hope you'll join us and I hope you enjoy it. You are listening to CCEF On The Go, a podcast of the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. Here at CCEF, we are committed to restoring Christ to counseling and counseling to the church. You can find our podcasts, books, articles, videos, and more resources for Christ-centered pastoral care at our website, ccef.org. Mike, good to see you today. Thank you. Thanks, it's great for to be here. Taking the time to be here. Um, not a very uh, specific question on the table for me today, but I would just love to hear what what scripture is especially on your heart, and if you want to take that in a particularly counseling. Direction—that's uh, fine—or if you're thinking just more personally, that's fine too. Uh, right. I assume those two will weave together as we right. as we process. But what what scriptures are, are jumping out to you? Sure, I, I think
1: I hang out in the Psalms a lot, um, and so it's not surprising to me that uh, several Psalms are. Jumping uh, out of the uh, out of the pages, and in particular, Psalms uh, 42 to 44 huh. are places that um, that I've been meditating on uh, lately. And I think the 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 thing that struck me, uh, particularly as I read Psalm 42 and 43, w- was kind of experiencing a bit of a whiplash huh. as I as I read them, where from one verse to the next you go from everything is good to it's really hard Um, and so so for instance here in in psalm 42 it starts off as a deer pants for flowing streams so pants my soul for you O god my soul thirsts for god for the living god when shall i come and appear before god and you read that and it's like yes and we sing songs about this, <laughs> this and is this is
0: spiritual mountain time.
1: exactly this is wonderful and then the very next verse my tears have been my food day and night while they say to me all day long where is your god okay it's we, we don't sing songs about that as much or it didn't in show verse up. verse 9 i say to god my rock why have you forgotten me why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? so this kind of whiplash and experience that that is not just characteristic of psalm forty two psalm forty three uh, and into uh, maybe in a different way in psalm forty four you see that in a lot of uh, in a lot of psalms, and one of the things that struck me as i as I read that and thought about that is boy how true to life that is mm. even on a given day i can go from oh this is this is great i'm, I'm experiencing the mercies of god and mm. and then bam something whether it's in my own life or i hear about something or encounter something in another person's life and then it's wow this is heavy mm. so the that was one of the things that that hit me here the the psalms particularly these psalms just go from high to low, high to low. And that's so true of our experiences. Hmm.
0: I'm just uh, scanning ahead here for a moment, looking at uh, the end of Psalm 43. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy. And then the final verse starts with, why are you cast down on my soul, and why are you at turmoil? Why are you in turmoil within me? Um, So I'm tracking, I'm seeing seeing your pattern. Right. Yeah, and and one of the things...
1: That, that reminds me. So first of all, it's very encouraging to me that scripture mm. itself shows that vacillation mm. uh, from an emotional high praise, glory, to yet yearning to, yeah, yearning to depth, the depths mm. uh, of of woe. Whether it's and and scripture really goes back and forth between sin and suffering and praise and glory. It's just mm. that they, they're so intertwined. And, and I think one of the, so that's the first thing. And it's very, it's very encouraging to me to see Scripture itself um, move in those, in those ways. But it also reminds me of the importance of a broader perspective. So Psalm 42, 43, they're in a, in a grouping. <laughs> And the whole direction, though, of the Psalter is toward praise. Hmm. So where where we end up at the end of the Psalms is Psalm 150, which is... And increasingly, as you get toward the end of the Psalms, there is this recurrent praise. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord repetitively. And again, if you just hung out in Psalm 150, you'd be
0: like, Wow,
1: well, okay, everything's, I, awesome. I, everything's awesome, but I can't say that that maps onto my experience every day. Whereas, as I think about this, if you will, whiplash of experience, it's set within that broader pattern of, this is where it's going to end up. Mm. Praise of God and glory for His people. That's, mm. that's helpful to me day to day when I may be in one of those, mm. one of those places of depth.
0: Mm. Can I make sure I'm understanding? So you're, you're saying the fact that Psalms 42 and 43 lead ultimately into Psalm 150, is the piece that, is that encouraging Rockfree, or it's more within the Psalms themselves they resolve into joy and that, how are you? You,
1: you see both of those things. I, okay. I'm thinking more of the, the broader pattern. Like many Psalms right. do have both of those elements and we, we, we see them just in Psalm 42 and 43. Uh, You see those elements of yearning, of praise, of worship, and then you also see these places of darkness and despair. So many psalms have both of those. Um, Some psalms have more of a a weight toward one or the other. So Psalm 88, for example, it's a dark psalm. And there's really, there's not a whole lot of resolution there. Or Psalm 150, or some of the latter psalms which just mentioned, they're almost entirely weighted toward yeah. praise. So I think it's, it, it is true that in individual psalms you see that mm. back and forth, and that's encouraging to me. But what I think gives the, what gives that 30,000 foot view is, ultimately all of this is moving in yeah. the direction of resolution and redemption mm. and praise.
0: And these have been placed in that context intentionally. Psalms yeah. 42 and 43 are not just accidents that happen, disconnected from everything else God is doing among His people in all of history. These are right. here given us as a part of a larger work that, that moves in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'd be interested to hear um, one, of my, um, one of my favorite verses is this one that's actually repeated, I think it's twice in Psalm 42 and then once in Psalm 43. Why are you downcast... My soul, why are you at turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, there's probably other things. That, that verse, those phrases are, are some of the most direct places I know of in the scripture where, I, where you see someone wrestling with mm-hmm. their own emotions. And it's not just this sort of light switch, it's not just, oh, I have the knowledge that God is good, that He is my salvation, that He is my God, and therefore mm-hmm. everything is better. Nor is it just sort of like oh woe is me I embrace the suffering and there's no hope. It's yeah. it's speaking to his own soul, seeking um, to to press himself towards this knowledge of who God is, and yet you're uh, you're left in the tension of that wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, my immediate reaction to what you're saying is, huh? It makes sense that this especially. Uh, if those verses are a snapshot of a moment in the Christian life that comes often, where mm-hmm. you're sort of in the midst between the good and the bad, and you're fighting, uh, it makes sense they'd be in these two psalms where you're saying the whiplash is especially evident. Yeah, um, how have you thought about those particular verses?
1: Well, I would agree with you. It's a it's a place that really, it really highlights the 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 battle of faith or the the struggle of faith. Um, there's a there's an admission of so it's not there's not a stoicism here there's an yeah. admission of being cast down there's an admission of being discouraged and in in turmoil but there's also in a sense a um, a, a talk, the psalmist is talking to himself almost like okay what what you know what have I experienced of God what do I know of God that mm. that, that that's going to that's going to help me right now so there's this almost questioning of, of himself here. I mean, you, you get I think sim, sim, similar questioning like in Psalm 77 would be another place where hmm. the psalmist less questioning himself, more asking questions of God, but they're the same I think same kind of um, wrestling here. Hmm. Why are you cast down? Why so much in turmoil? And then where is my ultimate hope in God? Um, and so hmm. And this assurance, or this uh, you know, faith, the assurance of things not not seen, um, I will again, or I shall again, praise Him, my salvation and my God. Mm-hmm. So He's orienting Himself towards the Lord in the midst of His turmoil. Um, he's, his emotions are freely being expressed, but always in orientation to to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. It ends unresolved. Right. As, you, as you noted, it's, there's not this neat wrapping up. Um, he is hoping. There's an active waiting, and there's an anticipation of God acting in a way that will result in hmm. praise.
0: Hmm. Mike, you recently gave a, a talk at the Emotions Conference um, on... I don't remember exactly the title, but my sense of it was: it was a, how do I help my soul hang on to good things? How do I nurture, um, right emotions, right affections, right worship? How do, how do I, how do I structure my life? How do I do things that are going to press me towards, towards the Lord? Mm. I'd be curious any mm-hmm. any insights from that time. Mean, uh, it was there's an hour long talk, and and if you're listening to this, you should listen to that. Uh, <laughs> but um, y- do you want to add any? themes from that into this comment as you're just I appreciate the way mm-hmm. you said that i you see the psalm end with this sort of active faithful, hopeful waiting mm-hmm. rather than a resolution of and I've arrived, and my emotions are where I enjoy them being rather than uh, rather than the the morning of faith. I prefer the joy of faith but yeah. anything you want to add about waiting in, in relationship to the talk you gave
1: yeah the the talk really came out of uh, psalm thirty four eight taste and see that the that the Lord is good, and I think that it, it is very um, germane to what we're talking about because that is part of part of tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. There, there is a there's a forward looking to that as well yeah. as an experience of the Lord in the in the present in the present tense. And I think, I think there's a I think there are a number of ways that we that we taste and see that that the Lord is good. One big way I think is is using our imagination uh, in a hmm. uh, in a well in a sanctified way. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes when we think of imagination, we think of uh, we think of make believe. Right. But right. I think imagination really, in some ways, is seeing what's really there, ha- having eyes hmm. to see what's what's really there, and I think for. For the Christian, the way the way that we grow, maybe in the exercise of our imagination in a Godward direction, is paying attention as we read Scripture. I, I think, particularly to metaphor in Scripture, uh, that that really pushes us um, to to I think perhaps experiential levels that may not that may not be there when we simply try to come up with a propositional. Truth statement uh, mm. of wherever we are in, in scripture. Um, I mean, and you see that. You, I mean, you see this in a number of places already here in this psalm. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you. You know what does that? You know what does that mean? So, you know yeah, that my, slow, slow that down my on so, that. soul. Yeah, pants. My soul thirsts, uh, thirsts for God. Um, and and so on, there, you know, we could... Tears is tears food been is my a pretty food. strong image. Yeah, tears have been my food day and night. Um, and then, you know, verse 9, I say to God, my rock. Hmm. Uh, I mean, we, I think, have a a quick conception of what that is, but what would it be like to slow down and prayerfully meditate on that prayerfully consider well, what hmm. does it mean really that, that God is is my is my rock that's what I mean about the if you will the use of imagination imagination with regard to scripture right but then I think we also in there's a long history of this within within reformed thinking that the cre- creation is a is a place where we if we have eyes to see we see the 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 glory and character of god so Hmm. calvin and the puritans and edwards Hmm. all talked about learning who god is in a sense Hmm. by by observing aspects of of creation Hmm. and so i think that's another place where we where we engage our Hmm. imagination we we look at a particular I mean, we're talking on a day today that is a beautiful fall day. Leaves are changing. The sky is absolutely bu- blue, um, and there's a beauty mm. that 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 reminds us this is who this is who God is. Mm. He he's beautiful, um, and and other things as well. But that's mm. I think those are maybe two ways in which we might use our imagination how mm. Scripture. Out of creation, really, the two books of Revelation, right, right. special and general revelation, right. talk to us about about God, and I think that helps. That's part of that wrestling, yeah. hope in God, hmm. for I will yet again praise Him, my salvation and my God. Um, who is this God? Um, well, I I learn about Him, I see Him, I encounter Him in Scripture, I encounter Him in His world.
0: Yeah, and and how often? I mean, how often do we hear or say things like? Well, you just need to remember that. Dot dot dot. Some mm-hmm. good quality or characteristic or attribute of God and and those are true attributes. And we need we need those categories. And and yet I think what you're calling upon is just the there's a richness to those things. Those are not abstract things to mm-hmm. be, you know, set in front of yourself. Well, you need to remember that God is sovereign. It's like, Well yes, He is and yeah. you see that in the leaves on the trees on a fall day and you need to let that speak to your heart as well. And and mm-hmm. that that really matters in the tension and in the whiplash. Yes. Um, and, and in some ways, I, I, I think you can say that the, the memory of joy when you're not in a place of joy and the hope and expectation of joy when you're not in a place of joy is vital, just as the experience of, of sorrow and grief and tears as my food makes salvation all the sweeter. Salvation implies the, the darkness mm-hmm. from which we're being drawn. Um, so yeah, you're, you're also you're making me think of the uh, the um, Keith, Kirsten Getty song, uh, by faith, which opens with the light of mm. opens with the line, um, by faith we see the hand of God in the light of creation's grand design. Just that, mm. that's right. This world is a message to us; it's mm-hmm. not simply a platform. Um, yeah, that's helpful, um, Mike. Before we wrap up, will you just say one thing uh, personally where you've seen this be helpful to you in a a recent moment, recent days, either in terms of uh, these particular psalms and how that has helped you in a given ten-minute period, or uh, or a particular imagination that where you've gone deeper and slowed down, and it's it's been helpful. Yeah, I think
1: um, one way. I, I think this, and maybe I'll put it, attach it to this um, larger perspective, stepping back and seeing where. If you will, where history is is going has been that's been helpful to me in the midst of a lot of um, pastoral challenges at at church, hmm. lots of struggling suffering, hurting people and hmm. and I think that's been that's been heavy hmm. uh, and and it it would be it would be easy for me to hang out in the, if you will, simply the my tears have been my food mm. uh, day and night. Or uh, I say to God, my Rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning? Um, yeah, because of the oppression of the enemy. Um, literally, the, you know, Satan uh, would would be in that in that category there as well. And so I think it's been helpful in those moments over the last mm. over the last few weeks when there's been. Just a, a weightiness and a, and a burden to pastoral care. To step back and, and say, "Well, that—that that is not necessarily the, the end of the, the story," um, and that doesn't mean that for this particular person, everything is going to everything is going to work out. But I can step back and, and see, okay, the the whole the whole flow of the. The book of Psalms is toward, mm. is toward praise and resolution and redemption. And even if I'm in that moment of tears mm. or that moment of confusion and wondering what, what God is up to.
0: Mm. Uh, that's, that's encouraging my heart today to, to hear it. Um, will, you, will you just close this by praying yeah. for, for the two of us and, and for those who listen that we would take these things in?
1: Yes, I will. Father, thank you that your, your word uh, to us is not only true, but true to life. And so as we've seen this, this back and forth, the, the highs of, of praise and contentment and, and glory and the lows of uh, discouragement and, and fear and frustration— we're, we're thankful that uh, in both of those places, we have the opportunity to, to meet with You and meet You. And so, Lord, we, we ask that um, we, would be, we would be men that— um, and your, your people would be people who cry out to You, wrestle in faith, mm. hoping in You, uh, our God, Uh, who has brought salvation and will bring all things to resolution in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you for that. Uh, Give us grace to persevere uh, day to day. And we ask this in the name of Jesus.
0: Amen. Amen. Thanks for coming in.
1: Thanks for being here.
0: If you are interested in today's conversation and taking it further, you might also want to give a listen to a talk by christian singer-songwriter sandra mccracken which was recorded at our 2016 national conference on emotions the talk is called songs of praise lament and hope a songwriter's journey through the psalms we will be making that available for free at ccef.org this week so make sure to click on over to our website and use the code Podcast at checkout to get that for free. So, again, that's ccef.org, and the coupon code is podcast to get Sandra McCracken's talk from our conference on the Psalms and a Songwriter's Journey Through Them for free.